0: Straight up, pay him. Pay that man his money.
1: Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better go! Show me the money!
0: we like like the juice! Juice Juice is good, very good. It's so good.
1: Well, now they're just going to expect a hundred to win parlay every time we do a cashing out podcast. Anthony, how about that podcast number two last week? Cashing out, we give out the hundred to one win. Now they're expecting it all the time, <laughs> and you better deliver, sir. Uh, listen, one of those, you know, I've had
0: some friends say to me. Like how'd you win all that money on that? Like, what could you have? What was the principle you had to put up? And I said it really wasn't about the principle. It wasn't a large bet, unit wise. It was just more about, you know, stacking up all the things that had to happen. Now on paper, we 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 worked through this thing together. Uh, yeah, we did think Derek Carr's total. I did Derek Carr's total completion of being over twenty five or over was a little rich, but we went with it anyway, and he wound up going way over that. But Um, the amount of things that needed to happen in-game for this to happen. It wasn't on paper. Like, on paper, it didn't look that tough, like all bets. But during the game, the things that had to have happened, the half-a-yard stretch that didn't go our way, the fact they couldn't sneak it in, the Raiders, that would have lost the bet for us, the fact that not only did we need... a a pass play throws it right through Snead's hands and it's incomplete. So we're going to lose the bet, but it ricochets off a dome of a Raven and get, we get the pick. Then we need a Lamar fumble and then we need some broken play. They're trying to find the field goal kicker for that 44 yarder. They can't find him. He's got no business kicking on second down. Anyway, you and I hated that. Then you had a broken play. You get the receiver behind everybody. And then the magic happens. It's one of those great stories that we will always tell. That we hit a 101 prop parley in week two, and the beauty of it is for people to listen to this podcast. We didn't. This isn't an after the fact. This isn't a Floyd Money Mayweather. Oh, look at how much money I won on this bet. We gave out that bet prior to. So if you if you caught a little taste of it, uh, let us know. But I I mean maybe you didn't have the guts to go in. You thought it was wasted money. But boy, we loved it.
1: Well, and here's the thing, Anthony. It- you know, and this is the cashing out podcast. We're so excited to talk about uh, this bet. Uh, I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman. We'll be joined by Moneyline Mark, who uh, uh, is also on on a nice heater uh, as well. But uh, it was a hundred to one bet. We've gone over what it was. It was. Uh, with the Raiders Monday night football game last night, we needed the Raiders to win. We needed them to score over 23 points. We needed Derek Carr over 25 completions, two touchdowns, 263 yards. We needed Waller with six uh, (laughs) catches for at least 73 yards with a touchdown. And And we we needed Ruggs, by the way, 31 or more yards. And that's nine things. All nine happened. But if we were to look back Uh, because all the events were unbelievable to make this happen. We needed the 55-yarder to send it into overtime. We needed the— Presumably
0: uh, to win the coin toss. We
1: needed to win the coin toss. I mean, we needed everything, right? It turns
0: out we didn't actually need to win the coin toss, but we did initially think we had to. And we
1: got it. Yeah. We we got it. We hit the 100 to 1. We're celebrating. And we're going to we're going to try and piece together another <laughs> props parlay a little bit later on the show for tonight's yeah, game. And maybe not a 100 to 1 shot, but well, something a little more doable. Here's the amazing thing, Anthony, is the site that yeah. I used to place this uh-huh. bet on has now limited our action. Of yeah, we they, are limited. Yeah, yeah, we are We are officially red flagged. Yes. So I mean, what it's that not means- like they're
0: not comping us some meals and maybe letting us stay a little longer to give the money back. Like, they'll, they'll do that, but they do
1: not want to get hit by cashing out again. No, and here's the deal. So, all weekend, we, we were able to do it on Monday night, but now... All weekend I was trying to to place more of these, and uh, the limit now is I can only put six things together, and our max payout is a thousand dollars. We can't uh, we can't go crazy uh, like we did already. But um, I, I think why 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 bury yeah. the lead? Should we 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 should go ahead and try and look at tonight's yeah. game and build? Let's build that prop parlay. For tonight, and obviously we've got Green Bay and Detroit. Green Bay is an 11.5-point favorite. What I like to do, what, what you and I have have found success in, is building a parlay each way, one with all Green Bay and one with all Detroit. Uh, <laughs> let me throw out. I don't know if I'm willing to go all Detroit when it comes to result. <laughs> well, we get the 11.5 points. Yeah, that would help. So, But I
0: know, but a couple that we've done, we've taken the opposing team on the money line.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but I think let's start with the Green Bay one because that mm-hmm. one is a little more likely. Okay. Um, so and it doesn't pay as well, but Green Bay is an eleven and a half point favorite. So we have to throw the line in there. We can't just take them on the money line because that pays yeah. nothing. So Green Bay to blow them out, win by twelve or more. Green Bay over thirty and a half points. Um, Adams. 101 receiving yards with eight catches Rodgers with 290 passing yards and three touchdowns. So that's six. That's the, that's as big as we can go now. Cause we're limited. Uh, and that pays uh 19 to one. All right. I'll back Devonte with the eight catches. Cause I think the over under seven and a half.
0: Is it not? I think it's somewhere, right? I think it's seven yes. and a half. So I'll back him going over that. Um, he caught, I think five of seven, um, in last week's loss. So he needed seven catches to rack up like 115 yards and, um, and a touchdown against the lions last year in week 14. I know it's a different squad, different season. Um, this feels like an angry green Bay team. It Certainly feels like Rogers going to put up some numbers and shut some people up, even though he did have a horrible game, uh, self-admitted. I do like Devon, the Devante part of that. I think you said getting him to 290 passing yards. Is that what you said? 290. Yeah, I think we have to we have to ride with that. And so I do like the Devontae going over 7.5. And, and then I assume the yards are going to come along for the ride. And then I like Rodgers at, at 290 or higher. Uh, what else did you have in there?
1: Uh, three touchdowns.
0: It's always a tricky one, right? To to get them into the end zone to make sure they're in the end zone.
1: Um, but remember, we're taking them scoring at mm-hmm. least thirty one points. Correct. So you're you're probably assuming at that point that they're scoring five touchdowns mm-hmm. in the game, and you got to think probably three at least three of the five are, are passing touchdowns. Yeah. What is Aaron? We didn't throw an Aaron Jones in there at all, did we? We did not. Yeah. No. I, I looked at him and. So I looked at putting Aaron Jones to score a touchdown, and it was like minus 140. Um, I think you'd have to go all-purpose with him and decide whether you you want to take an over-under
0: number of rushing and and catching, and I'd be interested in that. I think Robert Tanyan could have a, a decent week for the Packers. He was held out of the end zone in week one, and a lot of people are kind of sour on him now. And, well, they're sour in general on the Packers, but I think this is the time to buy. And so I do know this. When he throws to Tanyan, he usually scores. So I don't know what his prop is. We're going to throw Tanyan in to get a touchdown. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah, he and looks he for caught, him in the red he zone. caught 11 of them last year. And so the Lions allowed nine TDs to opposing tight ends in 2020. That's tied for the seventh worst mark in the league. So I wouldn't mind a
1: tight end touchdown there for the Packers. Okay. All right. We if can you wanna kind of toy with that a little bit. We can throw that in there as a possibility. Um right now we're looking at 19 to 1 on the original one. Um what would you take mm-hmm. out?
0: All right. So we're not gonna we're gonna leave uh Aaron in there for 290. We're gonna leave in Devontae, you said eight for He's got to get at least eight catches for how many yards? Uh,
1: 101. 101. All right. Go ahead. What else do you have? We have uh, Green Bay minus 11.5. Okay. And we've got Green Bay over 30.5. So we are building Mm -hmm. that perfect Mm -hmm. parlay. All right. Like all those,
0: um, I'd be, like I said, I'd be willing to throw in. Something with a tight end, I'd be willing to throw in something with Aaron with Aaron Jones, maybe an all purpose type prop. And then I'd be good to go. So you have four on the books right now. Those yep. four. Yep. Anything
1: else? Uh
0: that gets us to nineteen to one.
1: That, just those that, four. Uh no, it's it's six. I'm sorry. It's Green Bay, minus eleven yep. and a half over thirty and a half. Right. Adams with eight catches, 101 mm-hmm. yards, and Rodgers with three touchdowns and oh, 290 the three yards. touchdowns. Okay, yeah.
0: So the three, three. And TDs. that gets us one, to two, 19 three, to one, four. which is solid. I see. Okay, so the Devontae's the double one there. So there's your six. Okay, that is pretty solid. I mean, I like I said, I, I'd be willing to ride that out. Um, the Aaron Jones one to me might be interesting if you had an over under on yards for him. Uh, and then I would say either Robert, the Robert Tanyan touchdown to be one of those three would be nice to have, but I, I'm, I'm not willing to risk it. If you don't want, we could stay with that six for six.
1: I think, I think let's stay with that mm-hmm. six. Okay. And uh, I mean, at 19 to one, it's, I, I don't see anything there that really, really scares me.
0: No, the only thing that that's, you know, in play a little bit would be to me, Will Rodgers actually get three touchdown passes? But yeah. That's it. It's getting dudes into the end zone. I think he should. Uh, the 8 for 101, a little tricky. Just make, I, I'm pretty sure he can get the 8, but um, I'm not sure about, you know, you never know about the 101. Uh, we think Green Bay is going to win the game big, so I have no problem with, with the 11.5 laying that. And then, like we said, if we're gonna go with all these correlated numbers and trying to beef up these numbers, we got to get them to 31 points because three touchdown passes at 21 right there. So we got
1: to do it. Yep. Yep. All I right, like we're it. in on that. Let's do a Detroit Lions parlay oh. now, which a little more dicey, but we can throw some big numbers out here. Then we're not looking at nineteen to one, we're looking at more like fifty to one. So I, I threw this one together. Detroit plus 11 and a half. So just lose this game by less than 12. Uh, Detroit over 17 points. Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. two touchdowns, 269 yards. By the way, last week, and I know Mm -hmm. they were playing catch up. I think they'll be playing catch up again tonight. He had 338 yards. And we've got Williams going for five catches, 41 yards. Five catches, 41 yards. And by the way, mm-hmm. last week he, uh, he, he was a big factor. He had eight targets. Um, had a touchdown last week. So that's only six things. And by the way, that equals 54 to one.
0: That's nice, because I know the over-under on golf yardage, I think, is less than 269. It I is. I, I is, move
1: yeah. that up.
0: Yeah. But if,
1: if they're going to, you know, score more than 17 points, and they're going to keep this game close, he's going to be throwing a ton.
0: Yeah. I think the pass, you said passing touchdowns, two of them for Goff? Uh, two, yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I, certainly we don't love the Lions, but it is a divisional game. The Lions did come back against the Niners. They probably feel they've got a little bit here. They're also getting the Packers that you could make the case at the worst time or a really good time, uh, with the Packers having a lot to prove. But and then over seventeen points, that doesn't bother me at all. No. It's to me the one that, that really sticks out here, and it's okay because we've got to play both sides, is Detroit. Can they cover the eleven and a half? That's the big one. And then can we get Goff to two hundred and seventy passing yards? That's you know, it's it's not a given. And then, can we get two? I do like that one. Uh, the Williams five for forty-one. Uh, wh- I wonder what the what the over under is on him for catches.
1: Uh it's actually three and a half. Okay, so you move that. I move a that up.
0: Bit. Okay. Listen, I'm good with both of those. I actually like them a lot. Uh, the one, and by the way, you said that's fifty four to
1: one. Fifty four to yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean. I, to me, I, I like the Green Bay one better, but obviously it's 19-1 to one versus Detroit one at well, 54.
0: You like the one where you're betting the team that has the ability to
1: get those numbers. Yeah. You
0: know, Detroit is not a team usually you want to back, but...
1: Um, Except for I mean, the fact that they're going to be way behind, probably in this game, and having to throw the ball all over the place. And if you're playing catch-up, there's a good yeah. chance the, the Green Bay defense is going to play soft, and these numbers could be big. So the Lions were down 31-10 at a half,
0: and that game was over. And Campbell lit a, lit a fire under his team, and they came out, and they were firing, like you said. And they outscored him 23-10 in the second half. And they actually almost pulled the entire comeback. And now they're going to have to get after Rodgers. Uh, no David Bakhtiari, so that opens up a hole on the left side of the Packers' offensive line. And... They certainly flustered Rodgers. I I mean, you know he's going to have a decent game. Will he have a phenomenal game? I don't know. But the Lions need to follow what the Saints did and have a shot to keep that thing close. Um, Is there anything with Hawkinson? I know that's uh, because that's their
1: guy, and he is the best pass catcher on the roster. He is their guy. So the over-under on receptions is 5.5, and that's at plus 114. You can get him scoring a touchdown at plus 175. Mm. Um, And then as far as uh, receiving yards, his over-under is 56.5. So his numbers are high. Yeah, but 56.5 with the amount of volume
0: he might be able to see, to me doesn't scare me that much. As far as getting him into the end zone, that's always a tough one. And so I do like catches and yards for Hawkinson. Not necessarily getting him into the end zone.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, the The touchdown is always a luck scenario. You know, you got to kind of luck into that uh, for a specific just, guy. It
0: just seems like everything goes through him.
1: And yeah, the Pack, it does. And the, and the Packers
0: allowed two touchdowns to Juwan Johnson last week, this the Saints tight end. So
1: I, I just feel like that would be one that I would consider. I like that. I like yeah. that. In fact, how about this crazy yeah. one? 58 to one. We only need three things to happen. Now they're all crazy, (laughs) but it's Hawkinson to have 150 yards and two touchdowns. That's and that's it. Then it's then it's uh, 58 to one.
0: Wow, I'm gonna have to look up and see what kind of what kind of days he's had. But that to yeah. me on
1: the road, not that good.
0: No, no, I, I I don't that that one doesn't excite me. That's a hail mary. That is, and I don't think it's necessary because I think we have some very manageable numbers here on the Lions. And and the weird part is the one that scares me the most is probably them actually covering the spread, not getting those numbers. But right, um, yeah, I mean, so here, so against the Niners, he went eight for ninety-seven. Hawkinson and had a touchdown. Um, I'm asking him to to do what? You said get five for 50-something?
1: Ah, uh, six. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. So I, I almost think that's the way to go with Hawkinson. He's such a big target for them. And, you know, six five guy. And I just feel like I, I'd like to go through and see if he ever had a game. I'll have to go through, like, last year, and I'll see if I can find a game last year like maybe his best game but remember a different quarterback you know whole different season it's hard to like go back scott and find the situation where things are comparable but his yardage last year his highest yardage game last year was 89 yeah so yeah. i mean the 150 numbers is off the chart ridiculous he'd have to break a long one but i don't i don't want any piece of that now as far as the actual receptions he had games of six and seven, five, seven, five, five, like, you know, so um, it's on the upper end, but I think if they're going to compete in this game and stay with it, he's their guy. So I, I would love to throw him in.
1: Okay. Okay. Let's find a, let's find one where we can throw him in there. Um, but let's, let, let's build another one, but I think let's stick with doing that. 54 to 1 with Williams five catches 41 yards, Goff 269 and two touchdowns, an over 17 and Detroit plus 11 and a half at 54 to 1. So those I think are our two two were already locked in at and then we might build one with with Hawkinson and by the way, we don't have to go all Detroit. We could go Hawkinson and maybe throw in some Jones yeah. in there as well. I like your check down to Jamal Williams. Is that where
0: you're, get, you're, get, you're gunning on here for the five for 41? So if I go back to, you know, and here's the other thing about Jamal, you know, going up against, you know, the Packers. I think this will be a, a, a good dude to have. And he went, let's see, he went eight for 56 against the Niners
1: with nine targets. So, yeah, I, I like that number. Yeah. Yep. I do, too. All right. Those are the two parlays that are in the book in cashing out right now. So, Anthony, let's go with a little recap from last weekend. What's the best thing you saw this last weekend?
0: Well, there were so many surprises. And I think, listen, nine dogs won outright in week one. I I haven't charted them uh, this week. I mean, it's been a dog day delight against the spread so far in the NFL. Um, I will say this. The best thing I saw was, and this is what's fun about the NFL, is that you just, there's no such thing as a lock. It's the craziest thing. The Steelers losing to the Raiders. When you think about what had to happen here, let's just first of all talk about they're coming off that big Monday nighter. So that's a cross-country trip, short week, feeling themselves. You get an early start on the East Coast against a defense in their home opener that allowed less than five yards per play against Buffalo. Now, you could make the case, the Buffalo, you know, with the block punt and all that that went wrong for them. This was a lot of people's favorite bet. Just absolute favorite bet. Including mine. No Josh Jacobs, no Denzel Good on the offensive line. Celebrating, coming off that great win, and the fact that they lost to me was unbelievable. It doesn't even make any sense. Um, The Ravens, last night, the big crab cake, Uh, Marlon Humphrey and Jimmy Smith, not right. They were so banged up. This was all going to be on Lamar Jackson. This was trying for Baltimore to dial up something against Mahomes. They held Tyreek three for 14. So anybody that threw in a prop on Tyreek Hill just took it. I mean, that just just killed everything. 75% of the tickets in Vegas at at Caesars, I believe, were on the Chiefs laying the points. Uh, The Baltimore so limited on offense, yet all those points last night and the fact that Lamar Jackson put that team on his back and i talked about this a couple weeks ago that if you if baltimore was going if if they could be good this year lamar was you should sprinkle some money on lamar for the mvp and last night he got a real leg up on potentially winning the mvp if baltimore can somehow continue to win but that game was so hard to predict based on so my the best thing i saw as far as the surprises and what reminds us how tough this league is to pick, Ravens is the home dog winning outright. And certainly the Raiders following up their win in miraculous fashion to go into Pittsburgh and win that. Just crazy.
1: It, it is crazy. And the Steelers were in every single one yeah. of my parlays.
0: I got one more for you, real fast, before you go yeah. on that. The Cowboys were absolutely littered with injuries. Yeah. And Herbert at home. I thought was going to be great. And they had just done a really good job against a much better defense in Washington. And they go ahead and lose to Dallas. Not that Dallas wasn't a a decent play, but it was just one of those where you just felt like that might be too much for Dallas. And Herbert threw that bad pick in a tie game that could have changed things. They could have taken a field goal there. Uh, The Colts cover over the Rams with that hook. Uh, And here's the other big one. Tennessee outright over Seattle on the road. They were coming home, Seattle, packed house. Tennessee has problems on their O-line. They had problems in their secondary. Russell Wilson's performance coach had passed away like he was going to be inspired. Seattle was nearly a touchdown favorite over a team that went to the playoffs last year, so that may have been the red flag. But everything that it pointed to, Seattle going home and what happened to Tennessee the week before, that just doesn't make sense. And Derrick Henry, the great equalizer, who's the fastest slow man you'll ever see. Like it just doesn't make sense when you watch him run, how he gets the edge and then just outruns people with the big shoulder pads. It doesn't make sense. He is a beast.
1: Uh, It's so funny because all of those games (laughs) that you just brought up and explained why they shouldn't have happened are games that I bet – and I felt the exact reasons, and that was why I went on the other side of all of those games. Best thing that I saw this weekend, really, it's been these NFL primetime uh, games. You know, the the Monday night games, the Thursday night games, they're, every single game has been ridiculous. We had the Tampa Bay-Dallas game last weekend, the Raiders-Ravens uh, Monday night. Thursday nights giants and and yeah. Washington football game. I mean that that Washington football team that came down to a final kick and then Ravens Chiefs. I mean these primetime games are almost scripted. They have been that good so far. Worst thing I saw this weekend Anthony, I I mean for me it's been my picks. My mm-hmm. picks were horrendous. You're not alone. Horrendous. We two oh, killed weekend. everybody. I had friends over, you know, they were all talking about the hundred to one parlay.
0: The magic <laughs> man. Everything I touch turns to gold. We we're going to change your name from Scotty Vegas to, to Midas.
1: <laughs> so everybody is like, here, here's, here's some cash. Let's get, a, let's get one in. And I did this parlay and the parlay was uh, this was this was incredible, Anthony. It was Seahawks' money line, Chargers' money line, Chiefs' money line. Well, <laughs> 0 for 3. <laughs> That's humbling. If Everybody's you're going to go money. down,
0: you might as well go down in
1: flames. Yeah, might as well lose all three. But people are handing money over. Hey, let's get a bet in. Oh, well, he's going to go 0 for 3. So almost 90%
0: of the money was on Cleveland, minus 13 and a half. They didn't cover Uh almost 90% of the money on Seattle laying the 6.5, they lose outright. And so it just reminds you, the second week, we everyone just took it. Just a
1: baseball bat to the face. It was like, it was a bad deal, man. Yep, yep. And by the way, that's coming off week one, where there was a record number of underdogs.
0: Well, the, <laughs> yeah, because the nine dogs went outright in week one. And it had, I will say this, home dogs are trending up. They are. I haven't charted them this week. But it seemed like the home dog, I didn't chart it this week. But we need to watch that. Yeah. Because I, I do feel like that's something that that we could somehow ride the wave on. Because it seems
1: like it's not just a one-week thing. All right. right. So now we are going to bring in our guy, Moneyline Mark from Mobile Center. And he's going to give us some of his picks. All right. Moneyline Mark, who has been on fire with these underdog picks Uh, You know, we talked about our hundred to one parlay that hit last week. We're trying to build one for this week and uh, we need to go to you, Mark, because quite frankly, you're on fire with these uh, Moneyline underdogs.
2: Yeah, four out of six so far this year. Uh, Jets got me twice, so that's disappointing. Uh, So if I pick them again, make sure one of you shoot me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no more no more Jets in the uh, Moneyline Mark parlays. But, uh, you know, the surprise to me, if I had to pick one, was was Tennessee over Seattle. That was that was the one that was crazy uh, that I I thought no chance was going to happen. And and look, Seattle was up big in that game and blew it in the second half, too. So so good pick there. Uh, Let's let's start out, though, with what you're looking at for Monday night here. You know, Packers and Lions. What are you thinking?
2: No, I think it's going to be a better game than, than people may think. Um, the Lions played really tough last week. They came back uh, towards the end of that game. I just love the toughness of their coach. Um, I like the Lions running backs a lot. Still, you know, questionable quarterback, I'd say at best. But I do love their running backs. Um, so the prop bets I really like for this game are uh, swift over 41.5 rushing uh Goff over 23 and a half completions. I think he's going to throw short a lot, um, but with both those running backs, um, I think he's going to have some completions as well as with Hawkinson. Uh, I got Jamal Williams over two and a half receptions. Uh, On the flip side, I got A.J. Dillon over one TD, and then I got Rodgers over 290 yards passing.
1: So you're saying A.J. Dillon
2: one touchdown? Over one touchdown. Yep,
1: at least one. Okay, at least one touchdown. Okay, so that's a that that's five total things right there, right? Yes. What do you have the numbers of? What are you you betting these individually, or are you thinking all together as a parlay?
2: All together, all or nothing, baby. Okay. Nice.
1: Okay. Yeah. Listen, golf. You may be right.
0: I mean, no one's. I I think going, throwing a parade for him for throwing against soft coverages and garbage time, but. Um, You know, whether they got a moral victory out of that losing by eight, I don't know. It feels like they did for for pros to have a moral victory. It's kind of interesting, but, you know, a lot of people thought it was going to take golf a little more time to kind of settle in here and get used to these receivers. And, you know, the defense helped I mean, If you want numbers, the defense helped because they spotted the Niners 31 points in the first two quarters of the game. So uh, that's what you want when it comes to these props, when you want golf to have over 23 and a half. You kind of hope that uh, this thing goes, as maybe the experts say, where they'll be they'll be down, they'll have to throw. I do like your swift at 41.5. I will have to check and see whether he's good, everything's good to go for him. I saw a cue next to his name uh, a day ago. Is he all good? I think he's still okay.
2: questionable, but I think he is going to play. I, I don't know if he's a game-time decision or not, but I, from what I was reading, it sounds like he's playing.
0: Okay, yeah, he's he got a groin. They said he was questionable, uh, he, although he was upgraded to a full practice on Saturday. So, okay. So Campbell has said he's going to be out there, so that's good. We got one box checked as far as him playing. And so the Lions offense is going to run through him, and I like that a lot. I, I really do. I like both your Swift and Williams props on that. Getting Goff to 24 completions. That's, that's, that'll be interesting. But, but, but I do like the fact that they're going to be down, and that's what I say. The, the game script will dictate that. So, uh, Mark, I like those.
2: And Jamal Williams against his former team, I think mm-hmm. he's going to be motivated. I'm, I'm surprised his receptions are only two and a half, but I'll take it.
1: Yeah, that, we, I was so surprised by that, too, especially after last week, the number of targets that he got. I actually moved that number up. Uh, to, to to get a little bit better value, and I moved it up to uh, four catches for, for Jamal Williams and 41 yards because I, I, I was surprised at that number as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's safe. I, I could see him getting at least anywhere from four to six.
1: All right, guys, let's go ahead and look towards week three. Mm-hmm. Do a little look ahead. We got our Monday night prop bets uh, figured out. What's a line that is kind of looking at us right now, you know, for next su- for next Sunday or, or next weekend that we like? Start with you, Anthony.
0: Well, I'm kind of uh, taking a look at these, and there, there's some interesting ones. There, I can't tell you that there's one that absolutely jumps out at me, but I'm almost willing to now start piling on the Jags. I just – I don't, eventually the lines are going to get so robust that you may not want to do it. I think if I'm getting the right early line, do you guys see cards laying seven and a half at Jacksonville? Is that about right? I I, I feel like, you know, you've got an undefeated Cardinals team. Uh, they're riding the high off the win over the Vikes. Seven and a half, yeah. Yep. Eventually the Jags are going to show up, I do believe. But I think the, the getting is good right now. And even on the road, and I know that hook might scare people, but I think the cards in that offense – for Lawrence and the Jags to try to keep up with them. That number doesn't really scare me. So kind of on an early feel, not like put everything into the middle, but I would take Arizona to cover that seven and a half at Jacksonville.
2: All right. Money line, Mark, what do you got? I was surprised by that one too. Um, the the one that I like the most, I'm kind of with the, uh, Anthony on this. I don't, I didn't see one that really jumped out as, you know, it gets harder and harder because mm-hmm. Vegas has more information, more tape to watch, more of that kind of stuff. So it's harder to pick these upsets as the year progresses. Um, I like betting on, on the uh, money line first couple weeks mm-hmm. and then a wild card round of playoffs. That's usually the best time. But uh, for this week, uh, there's three I do like. I wouldn't say I love any of them. Uh, game of the week, though, the one I, I feel the most confident is Falcons over Giants. They played pretty tough uh, yesterday, I thought. It almost came back. You know, Ryan threw, Mm -hmm. you know, a pick there towards the end. But I thought the Falcons played pretty tough. They figured out how to get the ball to Pitts. He's pretty explosive. Um, I like Falcons over Giants the best.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot, too. And the fact that the Falcons are giving three points, uh, or I'm sorry, getting three points against the Giants. I mean, the Giants, they're not impressive to me. They make so many mistakes down the stretch. Uh, Yeah, I, I like getting points there. The other
0: one that jumps out to me a little bit, just on a slight thing, I don't know whether you want to ride the wave on the Raiders. Um, Now the Dolphins will be switching over to Brissette. They have to go on the road to Vegas for an afternoon game, Vegas lane four. Um, It's a key number. I mean, it's not not a number that would excite people, but, you know, to me – if you just want to ride the wave of Derek Carr and what they're doing right now, I'm sure they'll fall back to earth a little bit soon, but it doesn't strike me against the Dolphins. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, this is a total overreaction because the Dolphins got shut out by Buffalo, and who knows what they'll have left. But to me, that's another one where you feel like that's not a scary number for me. Vegas will have a great atmosphere. Their team is 2-0. and They'll be backing them big time. Whether Carr can live up to it now is yet to be seen, but I, I'd like the Raiders at home covering that four.
1: And one that stood out to me, and look, I mean, I was locked into the Chargers game, the the, Charger, the Chargers-Cowboys game yesterday, and the Chargers gave that game away. All right, they would get into the red zone and either turn the ball over or have really bad penalties against Dallas, and they gave the game away. Missed field goal. Um, I think the Chargers getting six and a half against the Chiefs I know the Chiefs are coming off a loss. I think six and a half is a lot of points. Look, the Chiefs have not been good against the spread. They're you know they have they're they're the a team that the public loves betting. But to me, that's giving a lot of points to a good Chargers team. A Chargers team that has a really good offense. They just for whatever reason yesterday had too many dumb penalties, turnovers, and mistakes. But I like the six and a half.
2: Yeah. I, you know, the back to that Dallas game too. You know, Micah Parsons just kind of took over that thing. Uh, he just, he was all over the place. He was in the backfield every play. Uh, I was impressed with him. Um, another, another game that completely confused me were, were the or a team that confused me was the Saints. I mean, talk about yeah. two completely different weeks. Um, but I do like them to bounce back, and I do like them over the Patriots too this week. Outright.
1: You taking the Saints outright?
2: Yes, sir. I like uh, the upset versus New England.
1: Okay, that's plus 130 on the yeah. money line. All right, so now it's time for us to make one pick for tonight's game. It can be a player prop, it can be a total, it can be a side, whatever you want to do. Uh, Anthony, you get us started. All right, did you give me the Hawkinson prop earlier today? I gave you, yes, yeah, which one? The yards, the receptions, the touchdown, which one do you uh Receptions, please. That's five and a half.
0: Yeah, I'll take the over on Hawkinson receptions. I think he does get to six tonight. I think it all goes through him. I think they're going to have to throw to stay in this game, and he's kind of the central focus outside of the running backs. If they can give Goff a little time, we can get Mark to that 24 number on completions. I think Hawkinson would have six of those 24, so... I'm going to try to ride the Hawkin wave here and, and go with Hawkinson. All
1: right, Moneyline Mark, what do you got?
2: I like the under on Devonte Adams receptions. I think I had it at eight and a half. I don't think he's going to catch nine balls tonight. I, in fact, I don't even think he's going to catch eight. So I, I like the Devonte Adams under.
1: Well we're going up against you on that on, it's a tough the, number, I on agree. the parlay prop cuz we got him at eight receptions in 101 yards we're we're trusting him tonight so he he's in that prop parlay that we've got for green bay but i'm with you he i mean it was a dud in week 1 so uh that makes sense the the one that i'm going with guys i am actually going to go with um I'm going to go with Williams with over two and a half catches. Yeah. I think Jamal Williams getting over two and a half is 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 my lock of the night. I just feel like Detroit's going to have to throw the ball a lot. The weather is a little questionable. It could be a little rainy. I think we're going to see more dump-offs uh, from Goff. So I'm going to go Williams over two and a half uh, catches tonight.
0: That's I like that one even better than mine because I think Hawkinson's over-under at, at Caesars is like four and a half, not five and a half. So it that I, I like that one as well, and this is, uh, is going to be really interesting because I agree with Mark that the game feels like a flop because it's like a foregone conclusion that, that Aaron Rodgers is going to come out and just shred them, but they've got a little attitude from their coach. They've got a little belief. It's a division rival game, and so we'll see, but we need a high-scoring game. We need something where
1: Detroit keeps throwing and Rodgers wants to keep throwing. All right, so we cashed out. On a hundred to one last week. Let's see if we can put it together again. This is cashing out with Moneyline Mark, Anthony Rothman. I'm Scotty Vegas. Let's make some money, baby. Straight up.
0: Pay him. Pay that man his money.
1: Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better go. Show me the money.
0: Like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: juice is, good. Juice is very good, very
2: good. Very good. good. So good.